Welcome everyone to another episode of the Husky Bible Podcast. This is Aria Duran. And I'm trying this video thing one more time just to see if my computer doesn't freeze on me. So you get the benefit of this glorious face. Drink it in. Drink it in. Drink it in. Anyway, how you guys been doing? I hope you have been well. This week has been treating you well. I'm recording on an odd day. I'm recording on a Friday. Why? Because, well, I got plans on the weekend. I am a Mark, a smart Mark, wrestling Mark, and uh, this Saturday is NXT TakeOver uh, Vengeance Day, which I guess is a cross between uh, Judgment Day and WWE Vengeance, or back in the day how it was called. WWF Vengeance. Now you actually see it is water. See, there's no LSD. For those who benefit with video and are watching the video, it is not LSD, it is water. So, yeah, uh, since Saturday, I'm going to be watching a pay per view. Uh, I'm going to record now. And quite a few things happened during the weekend. If you haven't heard, uh, we'll just start the news uh, with some of the news cycle. Uh, yeah, heard about the Gina Carano thing. <laughs> uh, as you know, I'm a recent subscriber to Disney Plus uh, since I live in DR. It wasn't available to us uh, Latin Americans until November of last year. And I immediately took advantage of that, and now I am a subscriber of, of Disney Plus. And I enjoyed, and I've talked about in the podcast even, how I've enjoyed uh, The Mandalorian. Got to up to speed really quick, since every season is basically just eight episodes. So I got into speed very quick, and found out all the details and whatnot. And, uh, you know, uh, the main character... Mando, uh, and uh, Baby Yoda, or Rogu, as we call him now, and a list of other characters as well. And between them uh, is uh, those characters was Cara Dune, and I say was because now uh, her character is to be determined because the actress who portrayed the character, Gina Carano, in case you haven't heard it, was fired from Disney and Lucasfilms. For a po an Instagram post, uh, she made a Instagram story uh, comparing. Uh, I'll just say it because uh, I'm afraid of. Uh, you know, a lot of YouTubers say that they're afraid of getting demonetized and whatnot. I'm barely in the radar. I, I'm not even in the radar, so I don't give a fuck. I'll just say it right away. Uh, she compared uh, t uh, being a conservative, more or less, I'm paraphrasing, I'm not reading the whole text as is or as was. Uh, I actually have a copy, and I think I'll, I even, I'll even post it somewhere around the vicinities of my uh, face. I'll just leave the post in, in, in blank in the video version. But I'll, I'll show you the post. Or what she said. Uh, basically, uh, paraphrasing the post is that she compared uh, uh, being a conservative nowadays with being a Jew in J Nazi Germany back in the 1940s. Now, <laughs> to try to understand what's so wrong about that, it's 
like if you have the basic understanding of what history is and what was the Jewish Holocaust and what the Nazis did to the Jews and whatnot, me having some blood type with the Jews, I understand it, but I wouldn't necessarily say that, oh, I understand completely because I have no, the, I don't have the faintest, faintest idea of what that type of persecution is. And to say that the Jews had it bad is putting it fucking lightly. Uh, they were murdered. They were killed. And uh, <laughs> and not for a few of them. Uh, I don't know, six million. And that's nothing to be making fun of. And I'm not. But comparing being a conservative nowadays to... You know, millions upon millions of people being killed by their race is not the same. Not the same. So that post is a little tone deaf. However, I understand the idea what she was trying to convey. Mind you, she did not write the post. She just reposted from somewhere else. So if these things that I'm telling you seem not to make sense... What I'm trying to tell you is that Gina is a conservative. <laughs> In case you didn't get that. So. Um, she made that comparison. A very poor choice of comparison. I would not recommend that type of comparison. Not by a long shot. But be that as it may. She threw that out there. And uh, Disney promptly fired her ass. Uh, now, uh, in my opinion, did they did the right thing? Well, they can do whatever the fuck they want. It's their business and they can hire or fire whoever they see fit because it is a private, well, not a public private. It's a very public, publicly owned company. But the thing is that as an enterprise, they have the right to hire or fire whoever the fuck they want. However, in this particular case, it seems that it is a character assassination because not only was she fired from Disney or from Lucasfilms, she was promptly released from her agency that represented her. And now we have uh, the toy manufacturers for the Star Wars line, even considering, no, well, not considering, I just read right now that, yes, they are going to remove every Cara Dune <laughs> toy figure. It's like... Okay, uh, the comparison is horrible. It was in very bad taste. But you understand what she was trying to say, right? You understand that what she was trying to say is that being a conservative nowadays is like uh, being persecuted in a way. Not exactly that way. Like in what happened to the Jews, unfortunately, is not even the same ballpark. It's not even in the same league. It's not even in the same universe. Or even a multiverse to be for that matter. But I understand the idea she was trying to convey. And what happened with her now with this situation. It kind of <laughs> justifies her post. It kind of does. Why? Because why can't you hang with someone? I mean, can you just correct them and let them know, uh, girl, uh, that was in poor taste. That was in very poor taste. Uh, and give her a warning. Now, 
rumor is, and these are rumors, so take it with a grain of salt. I have no fucking sources in this fucking thing whatsoever. I am not playing the scoop game. I'm just talking shit here to fill in time for my podcast. <laughs> Basically, what I'm letting you know is that I have no, I have no skin in this game. I'm just giving you food for thought of my opinion on this, which is worth shit, ain't worth dick. So, but he be that as it may, here I am expressing myself and saying my opinion, and with the fear of being canceled, but not canceled because who the fuck knows me. So, there. Having said all that. Uh, another case of extremes, you know, uh, she has her opinions and she can have her opinions and I won't necessarily agree with everything that's going on through her head, but nonetheless, what's fucking wrong with being a conservative? I mean, I don't think she was in that... (laughs) Trump rally, you know, and going on Capitol Hill, I don't think she's what was that type of Trump follower, because I do make the distinction. And I have been very clear on my thoughts about Donald Trump in this podcast. Fuck, I even named a podcast after him. I called it the overgrown orange Oompa Loompa piece of shit. So that pretty much tells you my sentiments on the man himself. He's full of shit, and anybody that is full of shit, regardless of race, creed, religion, ideology, and whatnot, if you're full of shit, you're full of shit. Therefore, I want nothing to do with you. Chug of water. It is water. So, I felt bad for her. I felt bad for her because I was like, God damn, everybody's just treating her. And when you read the comments online, something I try not to do because it depresses me to see. I mean, first of all, tells me how fucking malleable people are to follow a narrative. Like people will just surrender themselves just to follow a lead and believe a certain way. Like it amazes me that people still believe in politicians. (laughs) Like, don't you understand that these are fucking horrors that they'll just sell? They will sell their mom, their kids, anything that is worth value to them. They will sell it for that almighty money because that's the only God that they worship. There is no God for them. There are only God, both sides, mind you. I'm not talking about just Democrats or Republicans. It's both sides. If you're in the politics game, the politics game Plain and simple, get that fucking money. That's all what it is about. Get that fucking money. Lie, cheat, steal. Do the Eddie Guerrero gimmick for realsies. That's the fucking game. And believing these fucking politicians and when they're talking about fucking ideologies and whatnot, that is bullshit to the 10th degree. That is the Mount Everest of bullshit. And in a world full of bullshit, there are one of the master creates of bullshit artists. That between the religions, uh, the I mean... The thing is, like, you want to try to find, oh, where's the biggest bullshit of all? Religion is full of bullshit. This group is full of bullshit. Everything is That's the whole fucking point. Bullshit is everywhere. Doesn't matter the fucking ideology. You know what? Why? Because bullshit is the most human, basic thing of all. Every human being is full of shit. Every human being. I don't give a fuck 
who the fuck you are, what the fuck you say you are, who the fuck God you worship or devil, I don't give a fuck. You're human, you're full of shit. And you know who the fuck you're shitting in the most? Yourself. That is the goddamn fucking truth. So, in the Gina Carano thing, girl landed on her feet. Why? Because since the left <laughs> closed the door, the right opened it with open arms. And the people from the Daily Wire, who are owned by Jews, mind you. So, Jews got offended. The left-wing Jews in Hollywood that control everything got offended. And to a point, I understand why. Because that comparison is just... I, I mean, can I... I don't want to be the dead horse again, but... Holy shit, what a fucking comparison. But... Either, be that as it may, I tr I understand the point she was trying to make across and not the offensiveness. Okay, so we're clear on that. I know some of you still don't because so, in the same group that still don't understand the Matrix uh, uh, plot from the first movie. There's still some of you. Uh, I can see you. You're dumb as fuck, by the way. You're dumb as fuck. Those are jokes. Anyway. <laughs> so... The left closes the door. The Jews on the left close the door. The Jews on the right open it. The Daily Wire opened the doors to Gina Carano so she can uh, make, make, because she's going to be a producer, and be the star of her own fucking movie. And it's going to be crowdfunded. So one door closes, one other one opens. Lesson here is that, well, if you you can't really cancel people because... If you try to cancel out people, they will go to the other side. If you close one door, they will have to open it because you, you li you're fucking around with people's livelihood. You're fucking around with people's lives. You're fucking around with the ability for a human being to make an income. So that is fucked up. That is extremely fucked up. So uh, my take on all of this shit in the end, uh, well, I wish her well. I don't want the part to be recast because I don't know. I, I just feel weird of uh, recasting that role, especially now with all the tainted uh, mess of the whole thing. Uh, I just rather they kill off the character off screen. I'd rather do that and just forget about it or just ignore the character completely. Uh, Although it's not the character's fault that this whole thing happened. I just think it was a very poor uh, judgment on her end to post that. But uh, at the end of the day, the left won because they got her canceled. And the right won because they gained another martyr for their cause. While the United States stays as divided as ever. So, uh, congratulations, Canada. You seem like the spot to go now. The best country to go when you want to think about moving up north. Because the United States is a fucking shit show right now. It is a fucking shit show. Uh, I haven't lived in the United States since 2002. That was the last time I lived in the States. I was there. I wasn't in New York City. But I lived in New York, in the state of New York, when September 11 happened. And I remember clearly the unit, the, the sense of unity after the attack, the attacks happened. And fuck, things have just gone 
down to shitter after that. Things just went to hell after that. I, I don't know what the fuck happened to that nation. I really don't know. But it's in shambles now. It's not even a shadow of what it used to be. And it's a fucking shame. Because you used... I went to the States because I thought I was finally going to get my freedom. And I did get a a, a, a shot of that. I, I got a feeling of that. And I enjoyed that part of living in the States. That, that sense of freedom. That I am the master of my own destiny. I felt that for a minute. <laughs> Then I decided to come back here because things were just too tough over there. Uh, here, as in VR, in case you don't know. So, uh, I, this podcast is not meant to shit on the states. It's just sh- meant to shit on the stupidity of this stupid fighting between both sides and determining uh, we're right, no, you're right, no, we're right, no, you're wrong, and we're right. There is no right in forcing people to take a position. Once you once you force somebody, once you make someone do something forcibly, you kind of kill the purpose of the whole fucking thing. Kind of kill the purpose. That's the reason why Christianity right now is in the shitter, because they wanted to impose. They want to impose their views on others. If you're not, oh, you're going to hell. <sighs> I like. So the part of love and loving your neighbor, where that comes from, where, where, when's that part of the gimmick going to start? No, because you, anyway, let's, let's continue. Uh, thinking of uh, talking about a death and decay, <laughs> destruction, let's talking about metal. <laughs> yeah. Just to liven up the mood a little bit. Don't worry. Uh, you're like, well, you're not going to do your WandaVision review. Yes. Chill out. Wait a minute. I'll go there. But first, let's talk about metal. <laughs> anyway, uh, this guy, uh, I don't know where he is from, but I think I'll show you the picture, you know, you know, the deal if you're watching the video. Uh, I'll show you the thing and you'll be like, what the fuck is that? What kind of prop is that? That is not a prop. What, I'm th- what the fuck am I talking about? A dude uh, from a metal band made an electric guitar out of the remains of his uncle who introduced him into metal. And if you watch the pictures, then I'm doing this for the benefits of uh, for those uh, who are not watching the video or just listening. I will describe it for you. It is uh, the torso portion of a skeleton. And I think it has some of the bone hips, uh, the spine. And the rib cage, and inside there he uh, connected the neck of a guitar and the parts of what I can only describe as the part, the electronics of a Telecaster, uh, a squad or a Fender, a Fender Telecaster into it, and uh, and made out of this a makeshift guitar. <laughs> That is the most fucked up thing I can look I've ever seen. And I've seen some fucked up things. Maybe not as fucked up as other people, but I think I've been up there in the fucked up uh, Ricker 
measurement system, whatever. Oh, fuck. I know a little bit about guitars. I can see I got one hanging on the wall. There's another one over there. But I'm no expert. But uh, if you see the parts, it does look like a Telecaster guts. Uh, so, and he's a metal. I mean, I think he's he's black metal. I think that's the type of metal that he plays. Dude, I didn't read the article. Which makes me wonder if he's black metal or death metal. You know, those don't hire me. <laughs> if he's one of those type of dudes, uh, I mean, just the image alone of that instrument should give you an idea. I mean, nothing says like metal wearing, making a guitar out of a dude's fucking rib cage. <laughs> Which, but then the dude has. Telecaster guts on it. Now I know with pedals and effects you can make any type of pickup sound heavy as fuck. Technology has advanced to that point, but you know when you think think of a Telecaster, you think jazz, you think country song, even some punk music, but you don't necessarily go with the heavy shit on a Telecaster. So it kind of makes me think like it is so this band is so prog. So progressive that they will stop a session of black metal or death metal and then they'll start playing some jazz tunes or maybe some country. I don't know. Heck, maybe even some gospel. <laughs> They're like, ha, I got you. You thought this war was uh, worshiping Satan? No, we're worshiping God. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, the deed is done, people. I mean, you think I'm being dark. The deed is done. I didn't make that fucking guitar. The dude did. The deed is done. And by the way, it was with the dead uncle's consent. So, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, let's go on to our WandaVision review. Episode 6. Again, for those of you who have followed on so far and those of you who are watching the first time, these are spoilered to the 10th degree reviews. So if you haven't watched the show, go watch it now. Pause the thing. Whether you're watching me or you're listening to me, pause the thing. Go watch the damn thing. It's going to take you about 40 minutes. Or so, give and take. Then come back and you can uh, accompany me uh, as I recollect from memory <laughs> this episode. Uh, so, yeah. So, again, spoilers, right? Okay, we're talking spoilers. Okay. So, uh, the episode now begins. Uh, we have warped the, di- the timeline again. And now, all of a sudden, we're in the early 2000s. So, we skipped the decade. I wonder why. I guess because this is my theory. Nobody has, I've heard talk about this, but my theory is that the 90s were not kind to the Maximoff twins. And that's probably a memory she would like to block out. Hence why that maybe the 90s don't show up in the episode. Or it could be since the kids grew up from zero to five, then to ten. 
you could argue that probably in the tens when they grew up in that that was a decade that's nitpicking at that point at this point anyway uh the episode starts that they're in the 2000s and pietro's is, is crashing in the living room and the kids are already uh, developing their powers the kids uh tommy and the other kid's name i forget oh shit sorry <laughs> and the other kid's name the other twin's name i don't know they're kind of you're already getting the hint that these kids are already developing their powers uh pietro is already becoming cool uncle yeah, he's usurping the cool uncle gimmick, but you kind of get the feeling this is not necessarily the Pietro. Other than it's not the same actor that played Pietro in Avengers Age of Ultron. And that is Evan Peters from the Fox-owned X-Men movies. Uh, post Brian Singer. <laughs> Less said about that, the better. Uh, So, yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, uh, as I was saying, uh, so we have this, uh, Pietro being cool uncle and, um, the kids want to trick or treat because it's in Halloween for some reason. And you see Wanda and Vision dressed up in their classic uniforms because it's trick or treat season. And but you see Vision like trying acting like he's complying with the whole game that Wanda is providing, but goes with the excuse that I'll be doing the neighborhood watch thing. And Wanda was like, oh, "But I already had plans." I said, "Well, I had mine." And like since Vision called her out on her bullshit on last episode, she was like, "Okay, I'll let you go." But Pietro is the one that kind of let her go. Like, no, okay, let him go. I'll I'll be I'll be Daddy Chaperone uh, on this one. So, uh, Visions uh, starts a quest on checking out the city uh, or the town or Westview, seeing how everything, uh, what the hell's going on. And he notices that part of the town are just either on a loop or frozen. And it seems that one is only able to control a certain radius of the town because as far as they can go, they just stay frozen. And in the whole episode, the only one that is actually uh, inquiring on on Wanda, uh, what the hell is going on, is Pietro. And you kind of get the feeling that this is not really Pietro. Because Wanda threw him a a curve and says, you remember what dad used to say and asked for dad's name? And he was like, and Pietro automatically caught her and was like, oh, you're testing me. You're testing me. So he answered the question. He evaded the question. So that automatically goes into the Mephisto theory that he's probably Mephisto. Plus, when he dressed, when Pietro dressed himself as Quicksilver, the the Halloween version of Quicksilver, he did the pointy hair thing. We know that's how the character is, but so the way the pointy hair is, it kind of like devil horns. So that kind of gives you a little hint there. Meanwhile, in the outside world, uh. The, the dick running sword uh, promptly fires uh, Monica Rambo, uh, Darcy and uh, agent and, and the FBI agent from the Ant-Man movie, or the second Ant-Man movie. Uh, he releases them, but they manage to escape and start making uh, some start finding out some shit of what's actually going on. And they found that 
the director of sword has been keeping some details hidden from them for example that they have been detecting uh, and checking everything that's going on in there they know where the head count of everyone is including detecting where vision is and since vision is currently doing exploration he's looking at everything what's happening in the town so he's just walking and finding out everything and they try to get intel on where vision is showing up uh meantime wanda is still trying to reconnect with pietro uh, there's a scene where Piet you can see Pietro, a zombie Pietro filled, riddled with bullets everywhere, everywhere where uh, he was hit in Age of Ultron, but still Evan Peters, not uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh, and uh, the one thing that we also thought is that Agnes, you know, the noisy neighbor, uh, was in it with Wanda or Mephisto, or we don't know. Turns out it uh because uh vision did the whole anti hex thing you know what he did to sorry his co-worker what he did to his co-worker uh and uh and he did that to uh agnes and uh agnes was like oh my god you you came here to rescue us and then she was the first one to let him know like uh, vision to let vision know that he actually died so Vision doesn't have any memory of him dying and he doesn't even know who the Avengers are. He just thinks Wanda, Wanda's my wife and that's it. So he has no recollection of being an Avenger, no recollection of his death, nothing prior to whatever happened to him before. So he only knows that he's an android and he loves Wanda. That's all he knows. That is all he knows. That's all he understands. And when he spoke to Agnes and Agnes kept reminding, but you died, you died, you died, you died. That kind of triggered him. And uh, he decided to go to the end skirts of, uh, of whatever that hex thing is going on. And lo and behold, he managed to get out of the hex. But some, the magic or whatever Wanda is doing is pulling him back and sh uh, shredding him into pieces. And he's essentially dying. So one of the kids, one of the kids, uh, one of the kids from WandaVision, has power so she can he can read uh, what vision is going through and, and see what he's seeing and he goes to tell wanda what's happening and wanda uses her powers and expands uh the shape of the hex and it goes beyond the limits of westview and it's all encompassing everything and she managed to get vision inside but at the same time Everyone from the FBI and S.W.O.R.D. get wrapped in inside as well. So that's the end of the episode right there. Uh, also, a note that I found interesting, and I'm sorry that I'm being distracted. If I seem a little distracted while I was talking, it's just that I've been getting phone calls while I'm talking here, but I'm not going to stop because I'm recording. <laughs> uh, one thing that happened is like Pietro rubbed it in her face. And that's th that's the main thing that lets you know that this is not Pietro because how the fuck Pietro would know that Vision died, and that's something he told her and p actually pissed her off, which caused her to use her magic the way he does. Now, I was telling you that he was questioning her and questioning her hard in terms of what the fuck is actually happening, and 
the 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 details on the questioning is very interesting. That's why I do believe that Pietro is Mephisto because he's asking her like, "How the hell are you doing this? I mean, like, what are you doing? You're controlling everyone. You're making everyone uh like like why there weren't any kids before, and now all of a sudden we have a bunch of kids where you kept them asleep because you didn't want to hurt them, but you're letting them to go out now because it's Halloween." And Wanda seemed perplexed by all these questions and said, so you're keeping them in by families and making them sleep by hour. I mean, you're being awfully nice. I wouldn't be doing something like that. So there are your hints that he could be Mephisto. But when he rubbed her the wrong ways, when he said, well, it's not like you're going to let him die twice. Talking about vision. And that's when she went apeshit and she slammed them like across the, <laughs> the fucking street. And that's when she did the whole expansion of the hex. So another solid episode for WandaVision. I cannot wait until the next two and see how this whole thing unfolds. And another thing that the episode did is like it revealed that uh, Monica actually has been inside the hex twice. We only have recollection that she went there once. But Darcy found, uh, found detailed files on her when they were trying to hack the dick director of sword and she said that your entire molecular structure has changed and you are totally different person than what you were before so this kind of gives a hint that that this could be the probably the origin of mutation in the original mcu although the portal the dimensional portal uh thing can still be a theory so uh, make that or what you will. So uh, anyway, that's my WandaVision review. And I'm sorry for the distractions because I already mentioned before phone calls and everything. Uh, I'll address that later, but I didn't want it to stop. Uh, before I call it a quits, let me see how far we are. Okay, yeah. Uh, a couple of things I want to talk about before I call it a quits. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, the, the Chappelle show. I was not living in the States when it was on, but I've seen the skits on YouTube and on Facebook. And I know how good the show was just by those bits that I have seen on YouTube and Facebook and wherever they post those things on social media. Now, Dave was very vocal about boycotting and he got the boycott done before because the, the original contract that he had signed uh, with Viacom, the owner of Comedy Central, kind of fucked him over in terms of the money. So all the show, all the time that we thought that he was actually getting paid, he didn't get paid dick. He was making money, nothing out of it. But uh, since he requested his fans to boycott the show, do not watch it, and asked Netflix and 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 their parent companies and Viacom to remove the show from their uh, uh, from their list, they complied and they re- renegotiated. And to the benefit of Viacom and Comedy Central, they renegotiated the contract. And now Dave Chappelle will get paid. And now, I believe starting this month or the next or next month, the Chappelle Show will run on Netflix. And now Dave will get paid. And I could not be happier for him because he showed that you did that. If you do the right thing, you will 
get the reward. It's not always the bad guys win because in the real world, that's why my obsession with superheroes, you can see all the comics behind me. My obsession with superheroes is because that's where normally good does triumph, but in the real world, that's rarely the case. Uh, good is spit on. Good is made fun of. Good is ma- made ridicule of. And evil is the norm of the day. And in his particular case, I'm very happy for him that he got this victory, that he got this out of the system, and that he will reap now the benefits and hopefully also help other people as well. Because I know for sure that he will help everyone that was on that show. You know, Darnell Rollins, uh, uh, unfortunately, Charlie Murphy no longer with us. But a lot of people got their start there and got famous. Bill Burr showed up in that show as well before he was very red hot. Uh, Joe Rogan was already famous because he was already on the Fear Factor train. Gravy train, should I say. But nonetheless, that show was revolutionary. And it is only fair that he be compensated for his hard work. And that's a good thing, so... Kudos on Dave Chappelle uh, from a white Caucasian bearded fat fuck who counts as nothing in this but is only a fan and appreciates. So from a fan to one of the best comedians, if not the, the best comedian in the world, I congratulate you on your victory, sir. And now I just want to end it <laughs> with some loners and uh, some downers. Uh, you know, this week we lost people. We lost Larry Flint. If you're telling me that if you're above the age of 40 and you didn't jerk to a, off to a Hustler magazine, you're full of shit. And if you even haven't heard of Hustler magazine, you damn sure saw the movie The People versus Larry Flint. So in one way or another, if you're around my age or older, you already know who Larry Flint was. So I don't need to get into it. So uh, rest in peace Larry Flint uh, don't agree with your lifestyle but I understand what you fought for and it, now it seems that is needed more than ever the freedom of speech so uh, rest in peace uh, Larry Flint and Larry, rest in peace Chick Corea Chick Corea uh, I don't know how to say it in, say, I'll say it in Spanish Chick Corea uh, the pianist, jazz uh, musician passed away this week as well uh so uh the fans of both men my condolences and another condolence that i have to give out and and and, i don't know unfortunately i'm ending like with downers uh the thing is that uh this week we found out uh, the full investigation you know i've talked about it in previous podcasts in the past about the robbie Zacharias issue that he uh, was slinging dick. I don't mean to offend the family because I, I don't think his wife and daughter and kids have anything to do with that man's uh, personal actions towards uh, people. But the full report came out. Uh, I happened to download it and to say I'm disappointed is an understatement in him. Uh, a man that, unbeknownst to him, helped me with uh, with his apologetics. And I found, uh, I read his book, Has Christianity Failed You? And listening to his lectures, 
He helped me come back to the light because I was in a very dark place after uh, serving as a church elder in a church where I saw manipulation in an embarrassing degree. It made me lose my faith in God, made me not believe in God. And uh, this guy, Ravi, and another man, R.C. Sproul, helped me understand that, that you can actually take Christianity into a cranial sense with thinking with the brain, with not just emotions, but actually use your brain for this and taught me how to go it at it from the head to the heart and connect both things and uh it's just it's a shame that he ended up in the end just another you know i, I don't want to go bashing him too hard although he certainly deserves it and i don't go bashing it because he's Fuck, he died of cancer in a very horrible way. So, you could probably say divine justice, but I wouldn't dare go there because I, my mother died of cancer and I know how the fuck that feels. That, as being a family member, and I can only put myself in the position of uh, Ravi's widow, his kids, his, his, his offspring, his grandchildren. Find out that this man operated in another level privately. I have been very open about uh, my shit with Christianity. It's an uphill battle every day. I know I'm not the same Christian I was 10 years ago. I don't believe the same way I do. I don't trust the same way I do. I used to. And I don't trust uh, preachers anymore. In general. I don't care who the fuck you are. And uh, has brought out this shit that you see before you now. Am I dismissing Christianity over that? No. I'm still struggling with a lot of shit. But I will not renounce my faith in God. I have to sort out a lot of shit in me. And uh, fix or I don't know what. Whatever is broken in me. And I'd rather do this, doing it openly, honestly, and talking about it clearly. Than pretend to be uh, a finished model. Like I see a bunch of people like there's people that I know personally. And I will make one clarification before some assumptions go out because probably some people might be watching this. It's not people that go to my church. And I'm excluding everyone, including my pastor, from the comments I'm going to say. These are people that live, that are outside of the congregation I go to. Because, yes, as I said, I'm not perfect. And I'm obviously not the best example of Christianity just by the tone of my language and whatnot. But... I'm just done with bullshit and I've known some motherfucking bullshit artists out there that I know personally. And again, I am excluding completely the people that go to my church, including the pastor. 
I'm excluding them because this has nothing to do with them. This is my fucking baggage. It has nothing to do with them. Not one of them has anything to do with these comments. But people that I know personally, that I've dealt with personally, both professionally, ministrily, whatever the fuck, who claim to be Christian, who claim to be filled with the Holy Ghost, who claim to be the spiritual beings that you can look up to, that claim that God talks to them, that they are so pure and so holy, are so fucking full of shit, are so goddamn fucking full of shit. And that is what pisses me off. That is what got me because I just cannot deal with bullshit. I just have this thing in me that once I get a sniff of bullshit in some people, I'm like, I'm out. Get I'm, I'm out of here. I can't deal with you. Deal with yourself. You you can lie to yourself. That's fine. You handle your business out of whatever you want to fucking feel like it. But if you're going to try to sell me that bullshit to me, go fuck off. I'm not dealing with that shit. I'm not dealing with that shit at all. I cannot deal with that shit at all because I've already been lied to. I've already been taken advantage of uh, to one too many fucking times that I want to anymore. So as a me- defense mechanism, sadly, I don't believe if you come to me, I have a word of God for you. Take that word of God and do what whatever you want to feel with it. And there's no offense to God or whatever. I'm just tired with the bullshit. I'm just tired of the bullshit. So, if you're one of these bullshit artists that would just want to feed yourself bullshit, fine, go ahead. I'm looking for the real shit. I'm looking for the real. And, I'm, and right now, and most Christians, not all of them, because I know that there are people that have very sincere hearts that really want to do the right thing. And to those, I applaud you and I ask you to keep that path. But those who are just playing games and, and acting up a fool and pretending to have this image of sanctity and pretending to be this holy than thou motherfucker. And in the end, it's just fucking slinging dick left and right. And living a fucking lie. Go fuck yourself. Go fucking fuck yourself. You fucking lying piece of shit. Anyway. (laughs) This concludes this podcast. (laughs) Uh, You know the whole deal. If you want to buy t-shirts and whatnot. The T Public Store. The link will be available in the description of the podcast. So we'll go there. Help us get some money. And if you want uh, any additional information, the links will be there as well for any additional information as well. So this has been the Husky Bad Bull. This has been Ariel. And uh, thanks for uh, taking this uh, therapy session with me. (laughs) Goodbye.